It's Coffee Club time! to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reekert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646 646- 876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you, wherever you might be. It's a little rainy right here. Uh, Maybe we're in between showers. I haven't heard the lawn people come, so it could be too wet here. I've had a busy week, been in Michigan the last weekend to finish celebrating my 70th birthday party. The kids had me up there and spent time with the grandkids. And my, you've never, ever, ever seen anything until you've seen little kids catch fish and big ones and get so excited. Oh my, yeah, that was the time. Back here, Getting things ready to go to Florida, sent out a couple boxes yesterday so it'd make it a little easier to travel. So we're all ready to to head south on Sunday afternoon and working on some things. And I will tell you two things. Number one, I inserted as a practice just to warm up because we'll probably put it all in next week, the spots back on the legend. Maybe you'll give me some feedback. Maybe you got different spots in your area. I got a bunch of public service commercials. But 
the the one topic is going to be the reoccurring theme today, and it came to me is good and bad experiences with repair men or women or companies, positive and negative. Maybe you have one of each. So when I call on you, we'll be talking about your favorite repairs and repairs that didn't quite go so good or those who come who really don't know. So we'll start out with Jenny as we always do and maybe she'll have a a news tip or rumor for us. Well, good morning. Gosh, hard to leave. We'll be heading out, and I'll be doing my work old school way today. And, well, that's the way it is. Um, I do have a good repair. The people, they were called Miller Appliance, that did, that repaired our washing machine. We have, well, it still has buttons on it, physical buttons, and you could mark the buttons or put one on the ones that you use all the time, something on the ones you use all the time. And the the bearings went out in the, well, first, he when they came the first time, he thought it was the motor going out. So he replaced the motor, and it still did the same thing. It was making a bunch of noise when it when the drum spun, when it spun the clothes out. And then when he, and so I called him back, because it was still doing it, and it was still loud enough you could hear it all over the house. And he came back, and he said, no, I'm sorry, it's the, the bearings in the drums that we need to replace the the tub so or take it out and put these new bearings in it. So he did that, and he didn't charge me for the part because I'd already, the insurance, or I'd paid my part of it for the for the motor, so he didn't charge me for the parts. And I thought, how many places are going to do that? Because I said it was my mistake. And he said, I understand why, even though this is an older unit, why you want to keep it going. Because he said, I looked and there's not very many, unless you can get something used, there's not very many things that have physical buttons that you'd be able to use. So he said, we'll try to keep it running as long as we can. And I just thought he was very honest and well, that left your cool. impression on us. Did you do anything this past week? Oh, well, we went to Michigan, of course, and spent time with the grandkids. And they, it's so fun to be around them. And they would they would catch big fish and they'd run up. Oh, I caught a big one. And it's just so fun. They're so full of energy. They run everywhere from morning till night. They don't walk anywhere. It's just no. funny to watch them. <laughs> and before you go, do you have a news tip for us that you just heard um i did hear that the update has or either has been or is being released as we speak for the hymns the new hymns player the hymns ocr and the whatever they call the other one the, the hymns player so that should be making its rounds and and that should give people more access to apps and other things so that'll be an interesting twist. So we'll be talking more and more about that. Well, let's move it on to sunny Columbus, Ohio, and talk to Ed. Good morning, everybody. Um, not too much has been going on. Uh, we're getting ready. The deck will be getting started today, finally. They were able to get, they had to go get the parts because if they wouldn't have went and gotten the parts, the 
would have been another two weeks. So they actually got in the truck and went over it and picked them up. They did send some parts of the deck, but they were the wrong color. So, but it, it, it should be done. Hopefully everything should be done by maybe tomorrow or Friday. And I got all the painting done as far as the shutters and the doors and stuff like that. So all that's done. And as far as good repair or good service people and bad, the good, believe it or not, are the people doing the deck. I mean, it wasn't their fault that, you know, the company sent the wrong color and then, you know, all that. But, yeah, they're right on top of it, and they're, they'll be getting our deck done and probably, like I said, another day. And the worst is the dryer repair person. When you have to tell a dryer repair person how to turn on a dryer, there's really something wrong. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, that. That's about it, and I was, oh, we were kind of talking earlier about, you know, repair people, and like I noted to them, you know, everybody on here, that, since, you know, we don't have repair TV repair or anything. Everything is disposable now. Once your TV is gone, you know, it dies, then you have to go out and buy a new one. So pretty much everything is disposable now. Yep, it's not it's not meant to repair, it's to be replaced. So Yeah. Even like your phones too. I mean, it's everything. like everything else. You don't get a cell phone unless you get a battery maybe for it. It's very rare. I think you'd probably get a cell phone repaired unless Apple or whoever you got it from could justify it and I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, and it was funny because, you know, a quick note, when that new Pam Stevens commercial came on and, you know, had the old phone ring, it's like, um, don't hear that anymore. (laughs) You know, the old phones. I have it on my my iPhone, Ned. Well, yeah, but I'm for the most part, though, you know, because that sounded like an old home phone and all the newer home phones have that electronic. I'm so tired of these phone companies holding your phone number and not releasing it to you, i.e. Verizon. I'm so sick of that, where they hold your phone number and will not release it, no matter. They'll take, you know, if you want to transfer it to, but they won't give it back. And that's not so good. Not so good at all. All right, let's go to Jeff, and thank you, Ed. Oh, very good, Bill. I will tell you that it's nice here in Albany, New York, and we're going to have temperatures probably going to hit about 83 degrees today. But repairs, I don't have any. Well, the best repair place was in Albany. There was a local shop that would repair electronics. I always had problems and with this. I had an Optonica, Optonica which was the high-end sharp VCR, video cassette recorder. And one time the belt broke when I was rewinding the tape. And I, I didn't have a, a separate rewinder for it, which is what I should have done. I did that later on. But no matter what, they always fixed that machine. And then I had a G, an old G, the original Super Radio, and the dial cord broke. And and I and my wife at the time said, "No, you're never going to get anyone to repair that." Well, I did. I brought that to TI Electronics. I said, "Listen, this is exactly what I want you to do. I know what's wrong with it." And they they fixed it, no problem. It took about two weeks to fix it because they were backlogged. But I got it back, and it worked like a charm. So I I got to say, those were at least my two experiences I felt were great with uh with the. Uh, um, with the uh, with uh, with that, I love the maintenance people in my in my in my uh, apartment complex or the people who run it. Because, for example, there was a problem with with not my microwave, but a neighbor's microwave, and 
the he dropped the plate. You know, there's a glass plate that they use to up uh, that you put your food on, and, it, and it's on a turn, and the, and, the, and it, it fits on the turntable unit, and it broke. And they want they 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 replaced the whole microwave oven for a simple glass plate, which I looked up on the web. He could have they could have bought it from GE, and they wouldn't have to replace the whole microwave, and it would have been cheaper. But this is how they wanted to do it, and this and then they could then they could say, well, we have to do it because of the wear and tear on appliances. We have to raise your rent. But that's the only problem. That's the only thing I ever had. Not, wasn't my apartment, thank God. But everything you else is. Let Tim work on your radio. Yeah, yeah. I should have let Tim work on my radio. Do you have a, <laughs> Tim? Did you have, you have a strung a dial cord before? Those are I don't know how to do those. So. Uh, if oh you ever, yeah. Oh well, not around. I, I'm not talking around my neck, Tim. I'm talking about the radio. <laughs> well, it depends on who's I was working on. With you, oh. it probably would have been. Uh, probably yeah. you're probably right about that. But that's yeah, that's right. all. <laughs> that's all. Over, over to you, Bill. That's that's good. I one other quick note while I'm thinking of it. Uh, the other day, we was doing a show with Perry, Perry Lester. He's a Mr. Producer on the book talk show with Jenny and Nolan, and he also does Sports Lounge. But his real talent is in his producing. He's real good at that. But anyway, he's, his APH four-track recorder broke, or it stopped working. It's like 30 years old. A, can you buy one of those? And B, is there a place to get them repaired? So if you guys know, please let us know so I can pass that along to Perry. I know I gave away four of them that somebody had given me. Didn't think anybody would have a use for a cassette recorder anymore. But Did he say what was wrong with it, Bill? Oh, it's, I think maybe it's a belt. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it got struck by lightning. Something major. Yeah, just don't call APH because they'll say just get rid of it. We'll send you one of those digital players or something. Yeah. You know, I always, I, I, even though I don't always use eBay, I have used it in the past. So what, what about if you went to eBay and searched for the American Printing House uh, recorder? And it, what uh, if he found one that was actually that actually worked? And it, 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 they probably wouldn't, it wouldn't cost them that much. Maybe you could find oh, them on eBay. Jeff, I don't know what you've been smoking this morning. Uh, the last time I went there, I got a new <laughs> tap. And only one out of two of them works, so I'd be a little careful. Yeah, I understand that, but I don't know any other place that would sell. Oh, or maybe one of those, well, you know, the swap and shop list, say, the blindless list they right. have where you they, can swap and shop might, and things. Right. Maybe, maybe put it, go ahead, it may not be an APH, but I know uh, LS&S used to sell Sony four-track recorders. I don't know if they still do or not. Well, I wonder how hard it would be to replace the belt if that's the issue, because maybe you could just get a belt, you know, find a place to get a belt for a cassette recorder and see if you can make that one work. Don't know. It's been a long, long time. I haven't used a cassette machine in years. Maybe Tim could fix it for him. Maybe Tim can. Speaking of that, maybe Tim can talk to us. I don't know. Are you there, Tim? I might be able to. I don't know, but I. Uh, the problem might be getting hold of parts. I'm not sure. There used to be a company in, I think it was Racine, Wisconsin, that sold belts. They had belts for everything, and I know I had to order from them a couple of times um, for replacing belts on things like that. I remember ordering one for my turntable <laughs> too but um yeah they uh they uh, might be hard to get repaired now because of more because of getting parts for them 
I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, if you look around or maybe put a, a question out on Facebook, you might be able to get one from somebody that's probably right. going to just throw it away. I'll see if we can put out the word for Perry to, you know, I don't know. I don't know much about him. I've had one over the years, but I think it went like everything else. It just went away. I, I haven't had a cassette machine in my in my household in almost twenty years or more than twenty years. I mean, I really, I just don't just don't have them anymore. Well, I wonder if American Printing House could set you in the right direction. Um, they might be able to do that. They might. They couldn't find us a cord, so I don't not sure. Now it's. I think it's a little bit different. I don't know. We'll see. Well, as as you said before, Bill, and, and as, as uh, Ed said, everything is made to be thrown out these days. And as, you're right. I mean, I have a Fire TV, and then my sister wanted to get her TV repaired. It was a Sony TV, and and the guy who, who came to her house because she had a service contract said, "Yeah, we can, but we can't fix it. These TVs are only made to last about five years, and once five years is up and they break, they, we just throw them out. They they, they will not. They, one, will, right. they they just don't repair them anymore." I don't know if you guys have noticed, but a lot of the heating and air conditioning companies are advertising, buy your new, if your furnace is over eight years old, now they're down to, you should get a new one. Well, that's yeah. getting a little ridiculous. Well, especially considering the price of all them. Yeah, but considering yeah. when I bought my furnace, when I bought the house and it had a furnace, it had a, it had a, a 12 year, 15 year warranty on it or something. Now they got yeah. a 15 minute. Yeah, that's about it. Well, the thing is, they're probably talking about people who have bought uh, a furnace recently. Because, I mean, furnaces are probably going to be like TVs and cell phones or whatever. Everything's, you know, once it breaks, then buy a new one. You know, I guess we, if you can afford to buy one every eight we years bought or whatever. The, right. We bought the yeah. top-of-the-line furnace two or three years ago. And, you know, that thing will not cool this upstairs it's one of those heat pumps three ton heat pumps and it won't cool as well as the old one did and we don't know why it's probably your registers maybe probably what maybe. yeah i don't What's know that? bill everything is just throwaway today that's that's all i can that's all i can say what did you say it probably was ed um well did, did your previous did it cool off upstairs yeah it Maybe it's not producing as much air as your old one, or maybe they just didn't hook up your upstairs registers properly. Well, probably a little both. Yeah. It could be, you know, somebody might have messed around with the, they probably have dampers for directing air to different parts of the house, and they might not be set right to it. Now, do those things require filters, Bill? Yeah, I changed filters. Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, somebody gave me for my birthday last week. It's a it's a mini. What do you call those things? Ceiling fans. And it's right above me, and I can hit a button and speed it up just a little bit. It's got a remote control on it instead of you getting up pulling strings and doing this that and the other. I can reach here and tap that button and turn it on and turn it off, and it also turns on the light. Yeah, mine, we have one here in the house when we bought it, because I never had one like that before, and I looked, and it's like, well, how the heck do you turn this thing on? And then I saw this remote control sitting on the counter, 
and it said high, low, medium, and it had a light thing on it. So I did it. It's like, good grief. Everything has to be remote. But now, maybe if you change your direction, Bill, on the ceiling fan, have, instead of going clockwise, counterclockwise, or, you know, try the reverse, maybe it'll work a little better. Oh, it no, should yeah. still have that switch up there. It's probably actually physically on the fan itself. Now, mine... The remote has the change direction. Yeah, so did mine. When I had the house, we had these Hunter ceiling fans, and we we had them in the kitchen, dining room, kitchen. We had one in the living room, and we had one downstairs, and they they all three had their own remote unit, and uh, that was really nice. Or, you know what? They actually had a thermostat on the the remotes, and you could say the fan would turn on and off if it got too cold or too too warm and stuff like that. That was kind of nice, so... Well, we well, shall see. I physically climb up and change our direction, but some of them have it, some of them don't. Why would you want to change directions? Um, because, in the go ahead, John. Go oh, ahead, oh, I was just gonna say because, um, like during the summer time or during the winter time, you want you know all your heat rises. So if you have your fan going one direction, it'll pull the heat down from the ceiling and bring it back down and then during the summer obviously you, you know the heat rises and that's where you want it to stay so you, so you want to have it counterclockwise in the winter time because that yeah. that'll bring the heat down to you but it's actually where it kind of helps keep the equipment a little cooler too so it's a good thing and much appreciated hey we better get to some hands of folks we got one. We got. We got. As soon as you said hands, here they come. <laughs> here we go. We'll ask Joe. We'll ask Joe Sorensen to unmute himself, and there might be a little bit of a delay, Joe. But uh, when you get that message, please unmute yourself. Yeah, a little bit. A canyon of a delay. Okay. Here we go. Now, now, now it's unmuted. Okay. Thank you so much. Good morning, Coffee Club and Worldwide Legend. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 63 degrees, partly cloudy skies. An interesting thing about this forecast, we've seen this every now and then. It says sun and thunderstorms. Okay, we can have both up to 91, down to 63 tonight, and all of that good stuff. And I had a good birthday. And uh, at church, I, I read scriptures every Sunday, which is something I love to do. And in the, in the choir rehearsal, they sing happy birthday. You got a card. And then as a gift from operations manager at church, we got six blueberry donuts. So, and then we had the first Sunday of the month, we have a great big meal at church. So people, what are you going to do on your birthday? And I say, why should I spend $50 and go out someplace on my birthday when we got it all <laughs> at church? Anyway, uh, we, we were going to call up Tim that day, but on Sunday we got we got busy, busy beavers around here. But anyway, so anyway, what 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 I thought of what, what we're going to do, Tim's got to go into a new business called Tim's Fix-It Shop. Whatever you need fixed, why, Tim can do it. <laughs> Tim's Tool Shop. How about that? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, that, that's even better yet, actually. <laughs> Tim's Tool Shop. <laughs> Tim's Tools. Tim's tools are the days of actually fixing stuff is a little hard. When I when my parents had their TV fixed, they took the they took the chassis out of the cabinet and took the whole TV works out, but the cabinet was left in my apartment and and their apartment I should say, and he fixed it, brought it back, and I gave him special instructions. And said please align the tuner so I can DX or get those faraway TV stations. And the TV guy knew me. He said I definitely will do that. It had better sensitivity than than when we had it originally. So. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. 
Anyway, I guess I'm up on. Uh, um, You're on deck, Ken. Okay, that'll work. Good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, it was a it was a nice time over at the church and everything, and got like I see, like he said, you know, a couple of surprises, and then um, Kurt, Kurt Curtis called us and we talked. Oh, about one of our uh, alumni. Yeah. Alumni from Minnesota. You know who we're talking about, Tim. Oh yeah. But anyway. Uh, that was nice to talk to him for a little while and uh, all of that fun stuff. Yeah, thunder shower. We had yesterday, well, most of the summer around here, our monsoon season was pretty much non-existent. But yesterday, Ev, it's it's like the sky just opened up and dumped. We, we, we had two pretty good thunder showers uh, within minutes and that was, that was nice because we needed it. I was like, wow. I had to hold off doing anything in the kitchen. I mean, as far as washing the dishes or stuff, because I didn't want to get electrocuted. So. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, it was, it was nice. So they're calling for a little bit more rain today, too. So we'll see what happens. But right now we're looking at clear sky and the sun is out. So this will, we'll see how it goes. You got it. And as far as repairs go... The best thing we got going now is is the Geek Squad service. Whenever they are, are really good at coming out and doing all any any kind of repair, work on the computer and, and updates and everything. And so, and, and not only that, but not just computers, but with our uh, iPhone or our our Lady A device, whenever. So yeah, that works out really really nice. And then, uh, of course. Uh, repair blunders. Well, didn't really have anything with that. No, no, no I haven't. Not here. Years ago, when I lived in Minnesota, and Jenny and I, my first wife, we had one of those TV radios, and we took it to. We bought it at Dayton, so to get it repaired at Dayton's. And then what did they go and do? They they lost it, and they couldn't replace it with another. <laughs> that was, and so. Uh, but that's pretty much. Um, well, no, it's not my first laptop that I had. <laughs> I used that thing until until all the only thing I could do on it was check my uh, my documents. But then that's when I went out and got the one that I have now. And the lady there at at uh, Best Buy in the, in the Geek Squad, she fixed it. Up, you know, she transferred everything over it took a couple of couple of uh trips to do so but it's working beautifully now did you buy your lady a devices from best buy yes uh-huh. okay I, I was just kind of curious about that because i know usually the geek squad will you know repair things that you buy from best buy that's why i was wondering yeah, and so yeah we we do we can yeah they, they we, we bought it and he 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 installed it and any other thing that um, that needed to be done that needs put, to be done there's... put the app on the phone and you know just do it all well they do a good job at the geek squad. Uh, yes, they do. I don't know how much repair you could do to a lady A, but well yeah that you know I, I thought about that the other day. Once it, that's just probably one of the things. Also, once it gives out, you have to get a re, you have to get a new one. You couldn't. Uh, you could replace it cheaper than what you could probably get it repaired. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Yeah. I will give you a little bit of advice if you ever, if anybody ever has trouble with their Lady A device, 
um, unplug it, and then, leave it unplugged, and then unplug your router, plug your router back in, and then plug your lady. It's kind of like it's clearing its cookies, and that's how, that's a good way to, like, if you start having some trouble, then that will usually fix the problem. Well, well usually what we do... I, I, I actually, we say that, we said it quite a bit. We try to do that, you know, maybe once a week, just, just unplug it and then plug it back in. Yeah. That works pretty good. So, because when they go and sell for nineteen or twenty dollars, I guarantee you, you cannot get one repaired that cheap. No, <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, 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 yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I think that's all for us. So I know you want to move on. Other raise hands. Other great no, and we, marvelous things to do here. So now we got to well, go have get a great this day and week. Haircut today, uh, today right so. here. Thank you. All right, Joe. thank you, Joe. Okay, okay sure enough. All right, see you later, Jeff. All right. See all right, next on our list of uh, of guests is going to be Gail Gruber-Bankston. And and see if we can get her unmuted. I know it's a little slow with Zoom today, but... Hopefully I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead, Gail. Then it worked. <laughs> anyway, uh, as far as the, the best, well, as far as repairs, um, computer repair has been great with me with uh, getting repairing as far as computer, you know, things new hard drives, things like that. And also with doing things remotely, if I have a question about something or something like that, since I've had them helping me, they have been absolutely wonderful. I mean, and also learning, knowing things or learning things and understanding things about the screen reading software too. It's really great. As far as bad repairs, I think some of it, well, I can't really specifically say, but some of it is things like um, uh, things in the apartment here. Uh, I had some things happen with my carpeting and there was um, a gal upstairs who was, well, and whatever she was drinking or whatever was happening, it was dripping through here. And uh, the repair people and the management here said, oh, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. And Wendy had taken pictures. And, uh, you know, so she had proof. And even when she showed them proof, they, they still said, oh, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. You know, makes you wonder if if their eyes work. <laughs> But anyway, as far as that goes, and everything else is going well, I have my, I have to go back for tomorrow for a blood draw for the platelet thing because of certain things that were misread or something. I don't understand all that, but that's all I have to do tomorrow. And then he'll call me back here or he'll call us, you know, come home from that and then he'll call us back and let us know what's going on. So as far as anything else going on here, uh, nothing else new as far as anything else. So that's about it. Well, that's got a song for you, Gail, coming up at the beginning of my show. <laughs> Can you give me a hint? Well, it's by Paul Simon. Okay. I'll be waiting, Tim. Thank you. Yep. 50 ways to relieve your liver. No, I'm just kidding, Gail. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 50 oh, it's ways. about apartment house living and things. Okay. Well, surprise me. <laughs> Keep me in keep me in suspenders for a while. <laughs> anyway, go. like I said, everything else is fine. You know, we're like I said, I'm going for that blood draw tomorrow because of certain things that were I think either misread or something, or the physician's assistant or uh, nurse practitioner didn't understand. So the next time, 
we, we go back to see him in October, but I am not going to fiddle over there, I don't think, with the nurse practitioners and stuff until like, you know, we really know what they're doing. I don't know what's going on and I don't understand all of this myself anyway. So that's about the way, the, that's the old, that's the way the butterflies, I guess. Anyway, that's it. You know. Well, good luck tomorrow. Thank you, Thank Gail. You. Thanks. Hey, hey, Tim, real quick. Um, when you mentioned Paul Simon, I want you to check out a song, do not play it on the air, because <laughs> it really surprised me that it was by Paul Simon, but it's a song called The Vampires. You'll have to play that I've, to yourself and listen yeah, to it. I think I've heard it. I, Yeah, uh, I'll check it out again. No, no, I, the, I love the, the music, but the words, no, you can't put it on air. That's no, sure. the best song you can play, Tim, is is the song that I used to play when we were High at Syracuse University, and we, we play it at night on a Friday night. Was uh, DOA by Blood Rock, so you can play oh, that song. Love that song. song. Love I that do song. too. <laughs> Love that song, Tim. Well, I, actually, I can tell you what it was. What it is? It's one man's ceiling is another man's floor. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you lived in an apartment as long as I have, I get that, Tim. Oh, All right, Bill, definitely. go ahead. Go ahead, Bill, out there in Chicago. Yeah, ready. I'm unmuted. Uh, it's about 60-some degrees here in overcast. Look, it rains this afternoon. And, Bill, on your on your air conditioning, when they put your new one in, do they put the same amount of ETU furnace in, or do they decrease the ETU? Because if they did, the fan, you may have to have them come out and increase the speed of the fan to push the air up to the second floor. Or another thing you can do, your registers on the first floor, you can close them partway, and then it'll push more air to the top floors. And also, yeah, uh, yeah, and also on your um, fan, yeah. The the chief engineer where I worked for years used to say ceiling fans in the summertime you should run them to blow downward because that takes the or in the wintertime you should have them blow downward because that takes the heat from the ceiling and distributes it around the room. And just the opposite in the summertime, make it blow up because it takes the cool air and pushes the ceiling and forces the cold air down on the walls or the warm air down on the walls to go back through the air conditioning system. Yes. And that's, and, oh, and it, I guess Jeff missed me last week. I heard he cried all week because I wasn't there. Yeah, Bill, I, we thought, I thought maybe that we might have to call, uh, call uh, go to the Southside Hospital or something to look for you, Bill. We weren't sure where you were. Yeah, I was, I was, I was down in Nashville, Tennessee last week. And I, like I told Bill, I think it was Tuesday or Monday on his other show, I was telling him, I don't know if anybody's been in Nashville lately. Of course, Nashville is crowded. And, but if you are totally blind and you are on Music Row from about 1 o'clock in the afternoon until 2 in the morning, you will never negotiate that street. And it's about three or four blocks long, and you'll never negotiate because the music is blasting out of the front of the bars or restaurants. You can't even hear the traffic on the street. And you don't even know when you get to an intersection. And they, they had one intersection that passed by had an audible walk signal. I just happened to catch one beep of it. You couldn't even hear it. What I mean, was the it, reason it, it, you went to Nashville? Was there a was there a concert that you were going to see? What, what, well, what? we went to Grand, we went to Grand Ole Opry Monday or Thursday night. But there was a well, my niece. Her husband, my sister, my daughter Julia, myself, and then there was a, a lady friend that's a friend of the family. Was same, was the same age as my daughter, and my niece in that bracket in her mid fifties. She'd never been to Nashville, but well, we'd all been to Nashville. Of course, I haven't been to Nashville since back somewhere in the late nineties, and so we decided, well, we just go to Nashville and take her and take time. We we left on Monday and we left to come back on Friday, but. We, we tromped all over the place, went through the Gaylord. We got into the Gaylord Hotel so she could see the 
big garden in there and the scenic place. I don't know if anybody's ever been in that, in the uh, Gaylord Hotel, but, I mean, it has a, a big section in the lobby that uh, you have the lobby itself, but then you have this great big garden area with fountains and all kinds of stuff, man. It's just, you walk forever. <laughs> you know, we the last... On the we start on the ground level, and we went up three steps. We got ready to come down from the top level, and I think I'd come down about 50-something steps. The last time I was in Tennessee, well, the only time except for going through it, I actually wanted to go to the uh, Buford Pusser Museum, you know, which used to be his home. And right. nobody ever had any interest in going, so I didn't get to go. It's like, come on, people, this would really be cool, <laughs> you know, but nobody wanted to go. Yeah, we didn't do a lot of the museums. Anyone didn't just want to spend all that money just to go through them because some of that stuff we'd seen already. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff in the other places you can see. But but uh, the music was great. The music was good. There were some. There were some that you know they could have they could have not played. I mean they wouldn't have, didn't appeal to me. But otherwise it was. And we didn't. We had uh, I think it was Wednesday. We had a tiny bit of rain, not enough to hurt anything. It just in fact when we left the. The hotel was staying in the rain a little bit, and then it stopped. But was it hot though? It was in the it was in the nineties all the time. It was just like you you walk around, you just dripped. It dripped off of you. It's how else how hot it was and humid, right? But you go in you go into places and cool off. You know? That's why I don't like the state fair because it's like a concrete jungle. You know, you get into the state fair here in Ohio, and you know there's hardly no grass. It's all pavement, so you know you can imagine. Oh, I've been to see further, yeah, and I've been there, and I've been to the Indiana. I live in Illinois. I've lived in Illinois since '61, and never been to an Illinois State Fair. I've been to the Indiana State Fair several times because, well, my father used to drive school bus for the local school there in Indiana where I live, and this is when schools used to well, schools would start in the middle of August, but then it was Labor Day weekend, they would take two bus loads of kids who were in the 4-H. To the Indiana State Fair. That's when the Indiana State Fair used to go go through Labor Day, and they'd take them down. So I'd always get to, I'd always go along with him, and we'd walk around, look at stuff, and that. And of course, then when my kids got older, I was when they got old enough. My wife and I and took the two kids and went down there because the mother-in-law lived there. So well, you should have come fair. to the Ohio State Fair this year because they had cotton candy deviled eggs. Ew. I don't think. I don't think. Well, I know you. I know you want. I know you want to talk, but we do have some other people waiting, yeah, and I'm not, try, I'm not trying to be rude to you. But go ahead. Yeah, but were they wrapped in? Were they wrapped in, in cotton candy? I have no idea because I I didn't go, and even if I'd have went, I wouldn't have bought them. <laughs> so. well, I wouldn't either. Well, I know the, the Wisconsin State Fair this year. I heard one of the one of the booths. Was I think it was connected with the Orient or something, but they were serving all kinds of different bug soup, cricket soup, some kind of beetle soup. Uh-huh. They, they advertised that. So, yeah. all right, well, I'll let you guys go there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's see here. Let's get Beth, and we got Beth Moline out in Minnesota, and we're going to ask you to unmute. And and Mike Loff, I know you're here as well from Indiana, and you can unmute yourself as well. Go, Beth, go. Um, I, I just, I just I'll, I'll do it again. There we go. I'll do it again. Okay, go ahead, Beth. You can, we got it now. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I tried a couple times, and it's saying the host is not allowing you to unmute. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> what next? And Zoom, it'll happen sometimes. <gasps> this has been a trying week. Sheesh. 
I've got ladies in this building who are feeling that they have to misdirect me and I don't like it. I don't know what I'm going to do the next time. I'm ready to box a few ears around here. Gee, there is someone on Monday evening when I went in for supper into the dining room and all of this stupid stuff that's happening is happening in the dining room here at the sanctuary. But there was one lady who pushed my chair out and I said, where's the chair? And then she said, I pushed it away so that I could help you. And I said, no, I need it right here. I said, what you're doing is hindering me. And she acted like I hurt her feelings. And I'm thinking, think about my feelings too. She. (laughs) And there was someone yesterday that tried that too. They said, let me push your chair out. And I said, no, let me do it. And so I did. (laughs) I, you know, I don't mind getting help. I'm not going to be totally independent because there's no such thing. But I just, I want people to know that if I need help, I'll ask for it. Well, we we understand. What what else happened this week? Well, well, no, my, my TV talking about TVs. My TV is kind of weird. I I can't even. I, I've got a sound bar speaker on it. And I don't care for those sound bars. They time the one that I have times out after a while and after six hours, and I just can't do what I want to do with it. And, and now I can't even get the TV to start. I don't know for sure what's going on. And it's one of those TVs that has the speech menu on it, but I just cannot seem to get it to start playing. I want to be able to watch Leave it to Beaver in the morning and also tune in with me. That's a lot of fun stuff to to, to watch every morning it kind of keeps it, it really keeps starts waking me up really good no you'll find you'll figure it out beth looks like you're done talking so oh we'll i know I, I believe i will i believe i'll figure it out looks like you're done i have to, so we'll be able to oh goodness that zoom i i do believe looks like you're done talking so we'll lower i don't know why it's doing that but um, I looks I, like you're done talking, so we'll lower your hand in one second. <laughs> oh, it's keeping on doing that. <laughs> hand now lower. But what is going on? I mean, with with TVs lately, even the the one with the speech menu like this. Would I would that one be considered a smart TV? Yes, if I think it's a ProScan. I think that's what the name of it is, the model of it. I should say. Well, it's probably made, but do you know what the manufacturer is? Oh, I wish I did. See, my brother Jeff got it for me several years ago. I think it was $84. Well, I think that's, that was a nice price. And when I found out that it had the speech menu on it, I was all in favor of that. But, it's probably uh, one it, of those from I, Best I, It Buy. used to be plugged into my stereo, but when I moved here to the sanctuary, my brother sold the stereo, the receiver and the turntable and the speakers and, and got me this soundbar speaker and figured that that would be good enough for the bass. And it doesn't have hardly any bass in it. Well, if your soundbar keeps timing out, and you try to turn on the TV and you don't hear anything, try turning up the volume on the TV if you haven't done that. I've done that, too. The volume is way up. It's up to 75 right now. And you didn't accidentally hit mute? 
No, no. In fact, I've been. I, I, it'll tell me if I hit the remote. The use the TV remote for the mute. It'll say mute, and when I press it again, it'll say unmute. If I hit the cable, a, a remote control where the mute is, I know it's not muting or unmuting. I don't know what it's doing. And there have been certain times I've either had to have um, uh, one of the maintenance men try to fix it. He's done really well. Then there have been a few times where I've had one of the residents, one of the guys here, his name is Ryan, a really nice guy. I've had him, he was able to do it. I think one time he even showed me which button he pushed on the soundbar speaker, and I pushed that one, and I did it a couple times, and I tried other buttons, and nothing's working right now. Hmm. Sounds like a little sighted help yeah, there, might be in order. There's some weird phenomenon going on right now. This is Michael Off, and it's like, mine is the same way. The audio from the TV is so low that yeah. I have to turn the TV volume up so high, and then if I play something else, it blasts me out of the room, and I can't, you know, I'm trying to troubleshoot that. So there's just weird things going on right now with TV and audio. And, yeah, I wish it were a little more simple. Uh, the main thing is that... I assume that TV probably only has one HDMI port that yeah. that, that soundbar goes to that main port. Uh, but it's it's not just you, Beth. I mean, I'm seeing it too, and it's it's frustrating because I've looked through all the settings and everything, and I just can't get it set to do that. Right, and the TV and is different from everything else. It's yeah. it's not like they were the TVs we had years ago. It just seemed like we could do anything that we wanted. Everything would be okay, but. I do respect the fact that no, nothing is perfect, but yet. Well, I mean, you're, you're, now your other option could be to change it back so the audio goes just through the TV speaker instead of the sound bar. I even unplugged the sound bar and tried the, the, the TV speaker, and it's just not doing it. I even hit the enter button on the TV remote, and it said cable box. That's what I wanted it to do. But then it, it's just not playing. It's not, I mean, I can't hear it. Like, oh, oh, you got a cable box. There could be a problem with the settings in that cable box. I mean, yeah, no, just, and I can't even set it because it's, variables touch, it's a touch screen one, or one of those small ones. Real what small cable company do you have oh charter spectrum spectrum you, okay that does yeah, work you and you can play with box. that you need you need yeah. a new box that that you want the spectrum humax vox box which talks everything on that box talks i have it here in, in my apartment and you can change uh, uh you can make there are controls to set the volume of the uh, of the cable uh cable box i know that um, i hope they wouldn't charge me extra no they, no, do they, not. Just, they don't there's a special number though that you want to call for for the, oh, the accessibility accessibility number, yeah. And, yeah, um, I should get that. You, you, you need that box, and you're probably going to want uh, someone from Spectrum to come out and set it up. It can be done if you're totally blind, but it's kind of a pain because you have to. Yeah, it's just better to have someone set that up for you. They shouldn't charge you. They will that. do it, and they will not charge. At least they didn't charge me, uh, Mike. So I can tell you that. Right. So just make sure you go through the accessibility number. No, not just call the regular Spectrum. Because yeah, normally I've been, calling, I've been calling 611 at certain times, but I'd like to know the accessibility number because if, if that can, if I can get that, that then I... Do you have it there, Jeff? If not, I can go get it. I don't phone. have it, but I know it's 844-something, and that's all I remember. I don't remember the, uh, I don't remember the uh, phone number. Well, we could ask Google. I wonder She'll know it. Yeah. Hey Google, what is the accessibility number for Spectrum cable? 
844-762-1301. That's it. Yeah, let's repeat it slowly. It's 844-762-1301. I'll repeat it one more time, Beth. 844-762-1301. Okay. And I kind of repeated it with you so that I... I I, 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 Thank you for that. (laughs) You know, sometimes... I think that'll solve a lot of your problems. Yeah. Beth, thank you very much, Beth. You're welcome. And I wanted to to let you know a good thing. Some of us are going to be going today to Buffalo, Minnesota. We're going to be going to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I love that. I haven't been, I haven't had that for a long time. Well, do you like my friend eating eat 21 pieces of fried chicken and mashed potatoes and corn? I like the potato, (laughs) which is not the mashed potatoes. So you got to get some buffalo chicken? That's what I want to know. I should. <laughs> I don't think Kentucky Fried Chicken has buffalo. I don't know if they do or not. <laughs> I, think, I, I don't think so, because um, usually whenever I've gotten, they don't even have extra crispy anymore. The only thing I've ever seen that they have now is original and spicy. Well, I like the original best. I, mean, I didn't well, like extra crispy several years back, but I always seem to like the original the best of all of that. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you um, cook your own chicken sometimes, like at home? There have like, been when I was still, when I had a stove in the place that I was living before I moved uh, in here. I, I would make lemon pepper chicken, and I absolutely love that. Well, the reason I was asking is because there's a seasoning that you can buy in the store, and it's called Kentucky Colonel, and it tastes pretty similar to um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, KFC. I'd love to try that sometime. when you do it in the air fryer. Right. I wish I had an air fryer. I'm going to see if I can't get one one of these days. <laughs> well, if you have no vision, go to Walmart. They got one there that has a rotary dial. And there's two rotary dials. One is for the power and the other is for the temperature. Oh, good. Thank, Thank you for the tip. Hey, if you could set the time on it, it'd be better. Yeah, that's for sure. Actually, I think maybe that's okay. Maybe the power button is a push, but it has two. Um, I never really looked at it closely, but I know somebody that has one, and they said that they can set the temperature and the time. So you may have to have somebody like mark the time for you or something like that. Put a little dot like it every oh, yeah. five minutes or something like that. Sure, because we're using bump dots all the time. There was a my, my microwave oven when I was first here at the sanctuary. I was in the studio apartment, but when I moved into the one-bedroom apartment, one of the maintenance men brought down that microwave oven. My sister said, she's already got one, and he said, but it doesn't have her stuff on it. And I said, Patrice, this is sweet. I said, I didn't know he was going to do this, but I said, mine's the one from 112 had the bump dots on it, and so he swapping them out and and she agreed with me that that was sweet (laughs) yeah and 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 beth i want to i want to loop back to what you were talking about because i think this is an important thing you brought about someone trying to offer assistance and ways that maybe we can better deal with that situation because their intentions are good right and what i have found is a better way uh rather than just cutting them off is is prefacing it with something like I, I know you mean well, but it works best for me to, you know, for me to pull up my chair because that's like a, a mark, a landmark that lets me know where I am, I'm in the right place and where the table is and everything. And that way, 
you know, we, we don't hurt their feelings because they do mean well. And right. there are sometimes you have to. If someone's going to grab you and try to make you cross the street, then yeah, you have to be a little more terse with them. But mm-hmm. a lot of people do mean well. And, and you may need this lady's assistance someday. And now, unfortunately, you may not have that because she's going to be afraid to, to approach you. So Great. Well, you it's just something that we can all do to preface it by saying, look, I know you mean well. I, I realize you're trying to help me and I appreciate that so much. But well, look, I, I need to do it this way. And, and here's why I need to do it this way. And this just, you know, help because we're always like it or not we're always teaching we're always trying to improve understanding and you know because there may be some other blind lady or gentleman that enters that facility unless it's all female but no that that may need that help and uh you know then she can help them so mike you got a a good very good point jeff beth thank you very much beth thank you you're welcome you all have a wonderful day and thank you for the tip mike Thank you, Mike. What's going on on your neck of the woods? Uh, you, you, I know you, uh, you work at, at at home on Wednesday. So tell us a little about what's going on with you. Yeah, so I was uh, sitting here this morning configuring my laptop, and of course, one of the things I have to do on my laptop is Zoom. So I thought I would uh, test that out and make sure it works. And my WebEx, I'll have to call you on that, Jeff. I can take phone calls through Spectrum WebEx uh, from work. Uh, so I was getting all that set up. But other than that, yeah, waiting for some more severe weather. I had to fight with the city. Um, because there's a tree that hangs over my property and I couldn't get insurance. And I was told I could be taken to court if I tried to cut the tree, even though it hangs on my property, it is on city property. So I got them to issue a work permit to cut down the tree limbs, which is great because that saves me money. It's just a question of how long it'll take them to do that. But other than that, we had a little meeting last Thursday and you and Bill were there. And uh, so I'm trying to learn how to do kind of online training and try to do it smoothly and try to make minimal mistakes and, and record it and so we can share them with the public but we talked about the free ad supported television last week and seven different services for it and of course we found a couple that i think are a little more accessible or a little more the user interface is a little better uh and one we found that we think i think anyway works best for the iphone that being the pluto tv app but then like you said on the fire tv it's not accessible now so these and, and, and it used to be mike that's the thing it was accessible one time go ahead so they may break the iphone app as well it's hard to say this stuff's always changing it's and i did i probably won't keep it but i did set up a five-day free thing for youtube tv because what i like about it is that you can use your voice and tell google through your assistant to just go to certain channels or go watch a certain show or the latest episode or season 12 episode five if you happen to know that information you know at first ask it about the show and what seasons and episode numbers and stuff and then you can go straight to the show but i don't know if i want to pay 72 dollars a month i don't watch enough tv and again i had that same frustrating issue of the TV audio is so much lower than everything else. And I'm pulling my hair out trying to figure out how to fix that one issue because everything else works great. But uh, so, well, yeah, just always- they always keep loud no matter. And they, I thought they had passed something where they were supposed to turn those down. But it does seem like you'll be watching TV and then commercials will come on and they about blast you out of the room. <laughs> well, the TV, some of the TVs have settings in there. You can call night mode and you can make everything kind of the same volume. Now, if you're an audio purist like I am, of course, the TV doesn't sound quite as good when you're making everything the same volume level, but it does solve most of that and it does make it more consistent. Uh, so it just depends on what you want to do there. Mike, I will tell you that and Bill was there. I, I will tell you that you and Vanessa put together, uh, I know it was you and her, did a very good job with your presentation. And oh, yeah. I, I know you had some hiccups here and there, but really it was it was a very, very good presentation. And uh, uh, And let us know about the next ones coming up. 
Well, I will definitely do that and share it with Bill. Let's put it on the list. Uh, yeah, that was a little different because Vanessa and I are in the same room, so it was hard for both of us to, if both of us had, were unmuted, then it would pick up each other's microphone. So that was a challenge. Uh, so I could either restructure it so that I do it when I'm working from home so that we have more distance between us. That's the first time we did it that way. But what I'm finding, you know, we always want it. We do our demos. Those of us are totally blind to our demos for the totally blind community. But uh, unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, actually, most people are not totally blind. They have some vision. So you have to kind of keep the low vision aspect in mind. And most of my consumer clients are low vision. So I took a little different take where I had Vanessa describe it, you know, from a visual standpoint. So you still got the concept of how the websites are laid out and what the pictures were, what the graphics were. And, you know, she knew enough about different kinds of accessibility, like if they were buttons or if they had the accordion menus where you press space bar to expand the options. So that was the first time, but I think it went pretty well. And I learned, I'm learning so much doing this kind of work. It's just very different. You know, it's one thing to have knowledge and it's another to share. You know, they've got these TVs so cheap, Mike, you can buy um, for $80 or less the insignia, like 24-inch, and I think they might even have a smaller model now. So a blind person, if they just wanted a talking TV with the latest Fire OS on it, they could get that TV for almost next to nothing as cheap as a transistor radio. Well, yeah, that's a good point, Bill. Maybe I can talk my employer into buying buy a couple of the low-priced units so I can set them up for demonstration purposes and then do a tutorial on that to show people not only that they're there, but how to set them up and how to make them work. Um, that. Right, because I don't think a 700, well, it's going to have a much better tone, of course, but... I don't know that it's going to be any faster, much faster. But, but they, right, but they don't need, well, it's probably going to be faster, but they don't really need it if they're going to hook it up to a sound bar anyway, right? It's a cheap TV speaker. Maybe they just want something for the bedroom. You know, right, somebody that TV. wants to listen to channels or watch TV shows or news. Oh, you had that 30, I think it was a 32-inch Toshiba for 129 and I right. thought that TV had a very good speaker. In it. Uh, yeah, um, it did, and for for that price, but these 24s don't sound bad either, so um, you know, it's all in what you want, got a remote, and hey, it works, and you can work it like Lady A and use all your stations now, I think I've come yeah. to a point that I may go, or have went somewhat of a different direction with these TV sets, but that for the price, I still have you know, one or two here and some in Florida. So, you know, you just, just. Well, that would be another good, yeah, that would be another good follow-up training to do not only that, but how to, how to start watching stuff on your iPhone and cast it into your TV or, uh, right. Or just like you said, the smaller ones. Mike, I was, I was going to ask you, um, do you know if like a lot of sound bars will let you plug a, like a stick into them? I'm wondering, can you use them without a TV? I would think you could. A stick? You mean a... Like a fire sticker. Oh, I, I didn't know that, Tim. See, that's, this stuff's changing all the time. There's so many options. That's a challenge. Right? I don't because know that you could, Tim. I'm not saying you couldn't. You, uh, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Well, Because like, um, like the cable boxes, you know, there's no problem using them without a TV. I, I do it all the time. I use my new little that um, NUC computer without a monitor. I've got one for it, but why carry it around if I don't need it? If I need one, I'll hook it up. But 
you know, and it works just fine. But you never know. Uh, Bill, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll get you there, Mike. Last uh, night before last, I plugged my phone in to charge it, my iPhone. It's an 8. It updated to 16.6 overnight. I turned it on, and I turned on voiceover, and it programmed me in Japanese. I had to call the accessibility. I could not do a thing with it, and it would not let me turn voiceover off so my daughter could look at it. Did anybody ever have to happen to you? I have no idea. And I called I've... the accessibility line for Apple, and they said they've never heard of it either, and she heard it. Everything was in Japanese, and she finally, she she come online with me, and she was able to see the screen, told me what to do. I've because, seen because that happen. Yeah, that, that happens sometimes with the point .0 versions, usually, where it starts out in different languages. You have to swipe until you hear English language. You have to swipe until language, you hear you English. Tap, and then you pass And it could drive you crazy right. if you didn't know what yeah, to was, do. Yeah, because I, I went through everything. And it's really hard to get that, to, to get to the right language anymore when they do that. It used to be a lot easier. I know when I was setting up my iPad, Bill ended up finally getting it to stay on English. I forget how he finally did it. But, but I it kept was swiping through and tapping when it said the right language and it still mm. kept going back. I had that yeah, problem I with my daughter. Lie. I had that problem with my daughter's iPad and it kept talking in Spanish. I said, don't worry, just learn Spanish. We'll worry about it, Brenna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't worry, it happens with Android too, so... Yeah, I never had that happen before, and I just started curious. You yeah. guys are talking about technology. No, but yeah, that you can. Go there. Okay. It does All right, happen. Bill. It does happen. Yeah, I've had that happen with uh, Sammy, where she'll be watching a DVD and switch languages. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's pretty cool, but I had It's a Wonderful Life. The DVD, I do have the DVD, and it's in English, which was the regular one. That was that's what it was made for. It's in Spanish, and it's in French. And yeah. the French dub is not the original dub when they when they dubbed it years ago. It was made more recently, but the Spanish and the English one are the original dubs. Yeah, I have The Wizard of Oz, in, and the French version has terrible audio. Oh. It's just unbelievably beautiful. Unbelievably hey. bad. And uh, Mike, are you going to make your presentation available? The one you did was it last Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day. Yeah, um, I got a. I was hoping to get a, get the website updated. I'll put them there, but I'll have to. I could do the audio, but I figured being TV, I need to make the video available as well. So I got to host it somewhere. Uh, so I think I think we're set up a YouTube channel. I think for my stuff going forward and. That's what they want me to start doing is making YouTube videos. So yeah, yeah I meant to be there, but I missed it. <laughs> just, well, remember I to keep the, just remember to keep the camera upside, right side up, up instead of upside down, Mike. That's yeah. Well, that I had, well, I had the cheat. I had the benefit of Vanessa, but this camera was easy to tell the way that it's made. It's on like a wooden swivel platform, so it's it's you know once you're told, it, it's easy to set it back and make sure that. So we had a good video. Well, coming from one YouTuber to another, the only thing I will say is, because um, I, I made the mistake once and they muted my video, is I had music playing in the background and they muted my video because they said I was using, you know, copyright music or something. So I, I don't do that anymore. Oh, Zoom or YouTube? I mean, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, they will. Right. I and yet, did. there's plenty of stuff on YouTube that 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 should be copywritten, but it's not. People still put it up. Well, there, you. So. You should be able legally be able to use up to thirty seconds of a soundtrack uh, under fair use, but even that doesn't always work. But the only I've thing noticed, that I'll oh, go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was just going to say I've noticed when listening to the legend that iTunes 
on um, TuneIn will play commercials when they want to now. They and will. That's that's only on the phone. On yep. Amazon devices, it seems to not do that. And but, it doesn't do it on the Sonos device either. So when I when I listen to suit you know, tune in through my Sonos speakers, it doesn't do that to him either. So, but that'll change. That'll but yeah. well, it probably will. You know, it will change, yeah. and it doesn't. I, now, when it, Tim, when it does that, does it just drop right in the middle, just like these some of these TV feeds do? And you just so you get cut out in the middle of the song and return in the yeah. middle of the song, or does it? Yep, yep, because it did that, it last week during All Things Radio. It did it twice. But you, you didn't each. put enough coin, you didn't put enough coins in the coin box, Tim. That was so you just miss that part of the show. See, that's not cool. I mean, that, right? It's no, not it cool. No, frustration with the TV as well. It's like it's okay to have ads, but put them in the right places. Don't put an ad right in the middle of dialogue when someone's talking, and then come back, and then you lost that part of the show. That's not cool. That, yeah. Luckily, it came back right at the beginning of Jennifer's call letter and format changes, yeah, and which with, I really wanted to hear. So right. and with. <laughs> With yeah, we were, we were last week it's... because when, like I said last week, when my wife and I were outside listening to Tim's countdown, it right in the middle of a song, you know, because I had it Bluetooth through my phone, yeah. and about every fifteen minutes or so, no matter where it was, commercials, you know, uh, tune in would interrupt and right. you know play their commercials. It's like, come on, man, this is one song they've played that I like, you know, from the eighties. And then when it came back, then it went, you know, it was in the middle of another song. But on Lady A, it doesn't seem to do that. We're going to change a little bit of that. You will have the Live 365 option, which you've always had. But you'll always have the ability to tune in to iHeart. And now that we're moving up in the tune-in rank, we may not be subject to so many random commercials like that when we make the changes. The Live 365 spots will be put in by the live presenter on the air at their choice during the show, but they will have full control over that. Well, that's just TuneIn's way of saying, hey, give us, what is it, 10 or 11 bucks a month, and you won't have to hear commercials anymore, but... Well, yeah, you well, get a special how long that'll be. By the way, <laughs> Don, I'm, I, I've been trying to unmute you for a while here because your hand has been raised, but you don't seem to be, I'm not sure why you're not unmuting yourself. Let's but see. Don and Sandy out there in the California, Hollywood, me, North Hollywood. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, there he is. Yeah, I, I'm always trying try to be careful about uh, unmuting because uh, Sandy's in a position there where she's, you know, people walk in and walk out and stuff like that and make a lot of background noise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, uh, Jeff. You there? I'm yeah, here. Go there. ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, about this, uh, what we were discussing this morning, uh, for the sake of brevity, I won't go too far into this, but a uh, year or two before the COVID hit, um, uh, the the building that I'm living in is uh, it's uh, for the elderly, but there's also a section here for Section 8 uh, for people who are disabled and so forth. And a few years ago, uh, the building decided that they needed to upgrade their uh, Section 8 part of the uh, of the building to fit uh, uh, specs, I guess, for Section 8 people uh, for wheelchairs and th- things of that sort. So anyway, they ended up uh, taking my kitchen and tearing it all apart and reconfiguring it uh, for people with uh, with wheelchairs. And uh, I may actually need that uh, when Sandy uh, moves in. Um, but at any rate... Uh, the problem that I had was, is after they did all of that work and stuff, 
they still needed to do work on the baseboards uh, for the kitchen, but they didn't tell me that they were going to come that one day. And that was the day that I uh, decided I'd go out and get groceries and do some other things. And uh, so I, I came back and uh, one of the normal maintenance guys here told me, oh, yeah, the, the guys working on the uh, retrograde for the uh, Section 8, they're in do- working on your kitchen. And, you know, I'm going, what? And I'm holding on to a bag of groceries and stuff like that. Uh, so I got up here and uh, they they had the kitchen all covered, you know, with uh, guys and material and stuff. And I couldn't uh, uh, get my uh, stuff in the refrigerator or any or any of that. Just couldn't do it. So anyway, uh, the the main point I'm making here is is, is there a way for you know uh, because these people are great people and they do a great job and everything, but they they kind of come whenever they feel like coming. And they don't tell you an event and, and in advance that they're coming, and it can really throw you. Actually, I could answer that question for you because I used to work in an apartment complex. Um, most, I mean, by law, because I, I, you're out where in California, so I don't really know what the laws are yeah, out yeah. there. But I do know, like, for example, here in Ohio, when you go to enter somebody's apartment, you got to give them a... Uh, like a 24-hour notice. So you might want to ask them because they might be giving you notices. You know, they might be putting papers on your door, sliding them under your door or whatever. And you can ask them if they are giving out notices before they enter your apartment. And if they say yes, then you explain to them, you know, like, hey, I'm blind. Is there a way that you could send me an email? Because I can't. The other part of the problem is they may not put the notice under your door or on your door. They may have a sign in the lobby, and if you're visually impaired and you can't see that sign, that might be another issue, Don. I know you. I know you have some vision, but if if they put yeah, if, yeah. If, if they put the notice in the lobby and you didn't see the sign as to where they put it, maybe they put it near the elevators. Maybe they put it in the, in the laundry room. Maybe they put it. Maybe they, I don't. I don't know what your lobby looks like. So well, you might want to. You might They're supposed to give you a, you know, not put it on the wall. They're supposed to, you know, by law, they're supposed to actually give you a 30-day, or a 30-day, try this again, a 24-hour notice. So they would have to put that, you know, they'd have to physically put it on the door. Well, or but, under but the that's door. not but that's not reality, unfortunately, Ed. I mean, they're supposed to do that in our building. I'm not Section 8, but they don't sometimes. They put notices on, on the, in the lobby so or on the or, or on the area between the two elevators. So... I mean, I know what you're saying, but that that's not the way it always works. Yeah. Well, that's why I was wondering, like, maybe if they were given notices and he just wasn't catching them, that maybe he could say, hey, you know, is there a way you could shoot me an email and just let me know when somebody's going to be entering the apartment? Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that they're allowed to enter your apartment without giving you notice is if it's an emergency, and that's it. Right. That's certainly a good idea there. I can have him give him my email and tell him, well, if you're going to do that... <laughs> Yeah, just tell them, say, hey, you know, I'm visually impaired and, you know, I need to know what I'm walking into. <laughs> like if I go out and I come yeah, home, I really. And you're Section 8, and they always at least come to your apartment once a year to do those mandatory federally required inspections, correct? Uh, yeah, correct. So yeah, if, if they give you another notice for those inspections, which I'm sure they do, then they should be doing the same thing with every other time they want to come into your apartment. Yeah, they, yeah, they always uh, leave something on my door if they're going to do that. Okay, well, then they're not, obviously, then it sounds like they're not giving you notice that they're entering your apartment, and they're supposed to. Yeah. Well, uh, I can uh, probably address that. I can talk to the super of the building and let her know <laughs> if they're going to be you know, doing something. They want to do something with my rug in here, so 
Uh, I'm afraid they're going to do that same trick with me sometime. I'll come in and all my stuff will be out in the hallway or somewhere, and uh, they'll be changing the rug. Yeah, it sounds like me. That kind of thing, if I can help it. Sounds like you need to learn about protocol there. <laughs> they might be yeah. nice, but it sounds like they're you know they should be giving you notices, like you know, to let you know that they are going to be. I mean, even when they come into um, like if you put in a work order. Um, they should still give you like a notice, like, "Hey, we'll be there on Thursday." So you know, if you put in a work order, because I mean, even I, when you know, I had to do that. Like, if they put in a work order and I could fit them in on Friday, a lot of times I'd take it up whenever, and I'd, I'd either you know stick it on their door or whatever, and say, "I'll be here on Friday to fix your hot water heater or you know whatever it was," and then that's you know covered covers me. Right. Yeah, I'll talk to our supervisor about that and see if she can, you know, uh, let me know by email or something like that in the future. That sounds about like the best way. Uh, anyway, yeah, that one day they really you. threw me off. Okay, well, thanks a lot, guys. I sure appreciate that. Well, good luck, Don. All right, thank you, Don. Sounds like somebody's doing some dishes. Yeah, but it's not me. <laughs> not me. Jeff's got weak hands. He can't do dishes. No, if I have to do the dishes, if I don't do them, they don't get done, Brad. But I have a dishwasher. Well, that takes care yeah, of 99%. Yeah, you say, yeah, you cheat. You got a dishwasher. <laughs> so Pretty good. That is one thing I don't like. I do not like dishwashers. I, my wife... She loves dishwashers. I she do, was, too. I do. Was, and you know what? When it you can... do dishes, you put them in the sink and let them drip dry. I said, yeah, but when you put them in a the dishwasher, then when you start getting down to the bottom of, you know, having all the spoons used, the plates used, I said, and then, you know, you put them in the dishwasher, and then it sets there for a day or two or, or something like that. So I said, it's just You know, I'll, I'll tell you right now, and anyone will tell you that dishwashers keep the dishes a lot more sanitary. They heat them. They, they're much they're much, uh, much safer and much, much it make your dishes a lot cleaner than you could ever do washing them by hand. I, I don't well, care what I anyone says. Well, I look at it this way. My mom, you know, when, when I was growing up, we didn't have dishwashers, and I'm still alive and kicking, so with a little germ. You know, it shows Michael's hand. Yeah, I just asked him to I unmute. I just again. asked him to unmute. Yeah, and so did I. We, it's it's like it's like what my sister says to me, Jeff. Why didn't you do the dishes? <laughs> now he's unmuted. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say because I don't want to pass my hat. It's like for them to get clean, I had to. Uh, rinse them so well that I, I might as well just wash them in the sink. Amen, brother. I agree. <laughs> I used to think that. And some of the, you know, some of the newer dishwashers and some of the newer detergents they use. I use those Cascade Action Packs. They have a, they smell like a, a lemon or something like that, whatever. And they really clean the dishes. I used to use Jet Dry, and I didn't like that. Well, the other one was, um, I've got the name of the company, not not that not Cascade, but the, one of the other companies. And they, you could tell that the dishwashing detergent that 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 I used to use was not as good. The Cascade I found to be the best. Oh, I like the Action Packs because they have <laughs> Dawn in them, and it cuts the grease. That's why you know they they feel kind of like gel on part of them. Yeah, that, 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 that's the grease-cutting part of it. Yeah, it's because it's got that Dawn in it. That's all I ever buy is action packs. Well, I remember when, laundry pods are kind of like them, too. Yeah, when my when my daughter was very little, she says, what is this? I said, is this food? I said, no, it's dishwasher, and you, you get away from the kitchen cabinets. <laughs> I had to learn to keep everything as high as possible to get them away from her. She wanted to explore everything in the cabinets, and so 
that's another thing you got to be careful. I use those Tide Pods, and I like those, at Jennifer. Those are really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have to worry about getting laundry powder all over the place or or getting laundry uh, detergent, the liquid stuff, or may, 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 maybe near the top of the machine. I, I just like those Tide Pods, and they're quick, and they work well. I think it works even better. They're called Keto Strips, and they kind of look like butter and you put them in there, and they dissolve clothes. They're really clean. They smell good, and... Mike, you got an audio break up a little bit. I'm not sure what's causing the problem with your audio, but it's breaking up. The one thing I noticed about those pods, because, um, you know, like laundry pods especially, you know, they come in those childproof can- containers now. And I have no trouble, but my wife, she, this is no play on Jeff or anything, but she has weak hands. <laughs> so she cannot open those. So whenever I know she's going to do laundry, I'll go down. If I think about it, I'll go down and loosen up the lid so she can, you know, pop it off. Sometimes I forget and she'll holler up, Ed, I can't get that. Yeah, I get that, open. Ed. I Sometimes- get that. Sometimes they make them so wide, like the top is so wide that the yeah, lid's so wide. Hands. Yeah, you got to have big hands, and I have small hands, and I can't always stretch my hand far enough to get a good enough grip on it to open it. The only thing I can say is buy smaller containers. <laughs> That's about it. What a nice guy you are, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> they are a good thing. I mean, I mean, that's um like the, we just bought some and they came like in a Ziploc, you know, not a Ziploc bag, but you know, like a Ziploc thing, and she can get into those okay. So I might buy them for her for now on, so she can get into them. So, Ed, how do you do your grocery shopping? Um. A lot of times, um, I'll use Kroger shopping. You know, I, I signed up for the Boost program. And the thing I like about it depends upon where you are, but if you do Kroger shopping, um, and as long as they don't use Instacart, if it comes directly from Kroger, they actually d- will deliver your stuff um, in a refrigerated truck. So nothing will unthaw. You know, and I've rarely had any issues. Once in a while, they might say something like, well, we don't have this. We d- we didn't have that or, you know, but not too often. And sometimes like if there is stuff that they missed, then I'll go up and get it. But I mean, it's only $59 a year for delivery. And I think it's well worth it because if I go to the grocery store and then I bring a cab home, it's going to cost me that in a couple of months, you know, or whatever, maybe three or whatever. Right, they don't raise the prices. I guess that's well because you know it's car on price to the store. Yeah, the Kroger is available in most areas, but I mean, if anybody's interested, I would check and see if it comes directly from Kroger. Because if it does, it will come in refrigerated trucks. Sometimes, if it's not available, then they'll still have Kroger delivery, but they'll use um, Instacart or something like that to deliver them. And a lot of times people just put them in the trunk of their car and they're not refrigerated. But I really like, I mean, I like grocery shopping myself, but the problem is, is 
whenever I do that, I'll say, okay, I got my list. I'm going to go. And then I'll come home with a boatload more because, you know, I just like, oh, man, this looks good or whatever. So I'll get it. It's called impulse control. Yes, impulse impulse buying. I really did that one time. And (laughs) so the ordering, I mean, I I like, like I said, I like to go myself, but I really do like the Kroger. Um, well, my my mom used to do get upset when she would ask my dad to do the grocery shopping because he would he had impulse buying too and he would buy stuff that I knew we would like when my mom was doing but you bought so much stuff and stuff that we would never eat but he'd buy he'd buy it anyway but we always loved when he went when grocery shopping Ed so I get it I do well we're gonna join Sam's Club because there's a Sam's Club pretty close here and, and they'll deliver that, too well they will but I um when it comes to bulk things like that you know I I don't know. I might go in there and and get it. You can use Sam's Club on Instacart, even if you're not a Sam's Club member. Yeah, that's true. You'll pay a little more, but but you'll pay a little bit more. Yeah, you'll you know there's a there's a price to it, and but really, if you come to think about it, if you don't order that often from Sam's Club, it might be worth it if you don't want to pay a yearly thing of. They charge like 90 bucks a year for Sam's Club. Now, that gives you free delivery on shipping and things like that. But Or you can get a regular membership for 45 but that doesn't include... Delivery. Yeah, so... Well, I'm going to make a purchase that's going to really save us a lot of money, and we're going to buy uh, half a beef and a quarter pig. Um, <sighs> my, my cousin knows some farmers and she said well they're getting ready to you know she'll let us know she was but they're getting ready and she was and you could buy a half a pig or quarter you know quarter pig whatever and you know beef so we're gonna buy you know a half a cow and you know my wife goes well that's gonna be a lot of meat i said yeah but we know where it's coming from and will they cut it up at the steaks and chops and all that stuff that you that you want to have them yeah they'll put it in like if you want one pound packs of hamburger that's what they'll do you know, or a three-pound pack of hamburger, you know, however you want it. But, I mean, it's like $500, but for the price of meat, we spend that, you know, and meat's really going up, so. You better have a good freezer. I have a nice, well, we, I keep saying I, we have a nice upright freezer that I bought mm, about two years ago. It's real nice, so we've got plenty of room. And, and make sure you... Make sure you get a, a generator because if there's a power failure, all that meat's going to go bad. Well, if it's wintertime, I'll just take it out and bury it in the snow. It'll be good. <laughs> We've had that problem. Where the down in Florida, the the freezer went out, the power went out in the hurricane. Gone went the meat. Yeah, I remember, I remember when you told us that, and you had nothing left. That was the whole problem. Everything that everything was in your freezer just gone. went bad. How long was you without power? I don't know, four or five days. And see, I mean, they say that if you keep the freezer door shut, things will stay good for about three days. So you just kind of surpass that, I well, guess, by we, a couple we days. We belong to the Murphy Club, you know, <laughs> whatever well, that's right. can if it's happen. Bound to happen it, 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 it's Murphy's Law, Bill. That's the problem. Right. So, we have, Mike, did you get your phone fixed? Uh, it, does this sound any better? Yes. Much better. Yes. Much okay. better. Well, what happened, I, I had a call come into my WebEx, and I think start fighting with the sound cards. I plugged in my headset, which I've never used before, so I'm glad to know it sounds good. So, uh, that is a nice-sounding headset. What, 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 which, which, what is it? I think it's just a cheap Logitech mm-hmm. uh, that I got from work. Yeah, work. 
The audio Pretty don't good. sound too great, but I mean, it's okay. It gets the job done. So. Where is WebEx coming from? Well, it- I think WebEx, I guess they work with different companies. Ours goes through Spectrum. So our phone system at work is through Spectrum. Uh, so it ties into it. So it allows us to, you can put it on your laptop. And your, or your desktop, and that way you can take calls from your computer. So it's like a How VOIP. accessible is it, Mike? Because when we had WebEx for meetings when uh, I was in the States, it wasn't too good. It, it's doable, but it helps, like any of them, to learn the hotkeys that go with it because there's all these tabs and stuff. And it, it's, it's doable. It's just the only part is when you first sign in and you have to enter your – you have to – like if you alt tab out of it when you're entering your username and password, it loses its place. So you have to literally either memorize your password or memorize the login, which is like your phone number at something voip.net, you know, and you have to type it in. But other than that, it's it's been pretty accessible. I've not had any problem. I just have to learn it and memorize the hotkeys to answer calls and forward and do all that fun stuff. So yeah, I keep hearing the word on the you know scuttlebutt, whatever the you know you want rumors that Amazon is going to be coming out with their own internet service. And that's going to really be interesting because they said Prime members will get either get it for free or at least a big discount or something. So, But that would be another reason why they could raise the rate of Prime. I mean, I noticed all the music services have went up. So <laughs> I don't expect to get it for free. But Nothing's free in this world, let me tell you. Well, that, well I mean, the, the, they'll say it's free, but then they'll just jack up the price of Prime. Yeah, but if you get free internet, and I think that was more for like, I was thinking it's more for cell phone or actually Wi-Fi services. So uh, that's something where you would actually save the money a few times over because if you're not paying, uh, you know, your cell phone fee or an internet fee, then that could really pay for itself. But yeah, we'll see who they're obviously going to partner with someone to do something like that because they don't have the infrastructure or network. But yeah, rumor has it might be AT and T. I won't forget it. I will. I will never use AT and T. I had nothing but problems with them over the years. I had nothing but trouble with Verizon. So. I mean, I love the T-Mobile phone service. I did. I loved their phone service, but their internet just really, oh, it was not good. <laughs> yeah, I thought about trying that, but I got Spectrum for the same price, so I'll, I'll start with that. But if Well, they- I would recommend T-Mobile, and I'll tell you why, because you are using their towers. So when you use their towers, you're, you know, everybody else is also using their towers. And unless you want to stay up like to like three or four in the morning, you know, it it, it really does. It's not that good. And I know that Verizon um, Internet is the same way. But I got to tell you, T-Mobile, that hotspot, it has saved my tail so many times. Bill can tell you going to those conventions and being in yeah. those hotels and needing to broadcast or do Zoom. And that T-Mobile hotspot, which doing the same thing, using the towers, has saved me so many times. I can tell you Verizon hotspot will not save you. Yeah. I know that on Spectrum, I have the, even though it's Spectrum cell phone service, they use Verizon for their cell phone service. But you have to remember that even though they use Verizon for their cell phone service, what is the priority that we get as uh, as Spectrum users on the Verizon tower as opposed to the Verizon users who get use the same service? And and knowing you know they're not going to tell you what the answer to that question is. But I have never had a problem with my cell phone service using the Spectrum service. I can tell you that. But other people may have. I can't I can't answer that question. But I know I would never use Straight Talk, and I would never. Use use uh uh what's the other one mint mobile i guess they have th- those services i just uh, just no don't i like use that. mint 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 is part of uh t-mobile so and, oh, okay and, and they physically just literally just bought it or t-mobile just bought up mint so it's really one and the same uh so that's what i've been using it's worth the only downside you can't pay monthly you either have to pay quarterly and you get a discount if you pay for six months or for a full year you get five dollars off with each so 
it's more if you're well if you have a little bit more money to pay you can save a lot of money but you have to go on, a little bit more than monthly to do that. on cord cutters news luke bomber wrote an article about the fact that u.s cellular might be going out of business because they can't compete with all the other companies so that's another uh i thought well, they were out of business at also yeah well that that's a company that may be going out of business that's at least what he said in his article last week cricket yep u.s cellular whatever is that cricket no, um, I probably not. I I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> as far as you I don't know goes. now, I used to think Cricket was part of Sprint or used their towers, but they I, you, I, they were bought by AT and T about who oh, I think maybe three or four years ago they were bought by because they really stank. Uh, nobody would use them, and then AT and T acquired them, and I don't know how well they're doing now. But a lot of people seem to really like Spectrum. And I mean, I, Spectrum, I, I haven't had any issues. And the thing, reason why I keep it right now is because, you know, having Spectrum Mobile, you get your, you know, your discount on your internet. We don't have cable because they keep trying to get me to, you know, get cable. And it's like, look, when they start putting stuff on there worth watching, I might consider cable. But right now, there's nothing on there I want to really watch. So, <laughs> but no, I do don't. like the Spectrum Mobile. I mean, it's okay, but it really saves on our internet bill. We'd be normally paying eighty bucks. Right now, we're only paying like forty. So saving a little bit of money, Mike. After this show, I'll go fire up my Hymns Mini and try try the new um, the new Kim's version of uh, Android eleven or twelve, and all the new services and the player, the new. Give that a see how that they've done with that implementation. Okay, that sounds good. I I need to collaborate with you on your Nook because there's so many Nooks out there. I start looking around and I can't really seem to find exactly like what you have. So I, I'd get a little more. I'll help you with the Nook because direction which what which one you have or you know you know not that I want to get exactly what you have, but something similar maybe. Uh, you know, at least that form factor, that small size, maybe a little less yeah, power. They're nice. Yeah. They are. I really like. Well, my wife has the Nook. I have a laptop, but she she really likes. For somebody who doesn't like computers, she likes the Nook. Oh, well, I had a Net Zero computer for a long time, and I really liked it. Oh my God, that brings back memories. Yeah, yeah the Netbook, or as they called them. No, it was called the Net well, Zero. It was made by CyberNet or someplace like that, and yeah. it was a. It wasn't a laptop. It was a. Considered a desktop, but all of the yeah, everything was, and everything were built into the keyboard. I like that computer. That was a fast computer. I remember that one, Jennifer. I really like that one. It was my favorite computer I had for a long time. I was so sad when it finally quit. Well, this one is so small that, I mean, it does, like I told you, it from start till finish, it logs on within five seconds at the desktop. And that's me. After me typing in the code too so well that's that's great for a radio station right so if if you had to go down for a windows update and you could you know five right. seconds plus maybe three seconds to reconnect to the internet and you know that that's pretty good and some of them like like i was telling bill on, on the phone on, on zoom on monday some of these nooks actually you don't even need a monitor well i mean you do need a monitor but but if you didn't have one handy initially they have a, like a two-inch display or a very small display, so at least you have a screen. Now, of course, it doesn't benefit us, but for someone who's working on it and just getting things set up, it has a, a little screen built into them that that works that works pretty well. I mean, it's, so if you didn't have the monitor to use, I mean, it it, it or it's already in there. So I mean that you know, like I said, it's it, it is those are nice touches. 
just depends upon, you know, there's a difference where I noticed, and let me tell you, I don't have a slouchy laptop here. It's a HP Spectre 390 or whatever that thing is. It's the highest model of the HP, and it's no slow boat to China, but it cannot hold a candle to this thing. Especially when you're doing spreadsheets, numbers, um, you're writing, you don't have that lag. Or sometimes on some laptops, when you pull up a lot of email, it goes a little slower. You're searching for something. No, this just doesn't have that. So I guess, I don't know. I guess that's the one thing that really annoys me about Microsoft because... Um, I had bought, you know, before I bought uh, oh, Microsoft Word, and, you know, my opinion is once you buy it, it should, you know, it's going to be yours until it's no longer able to update. Now Microsoft Word is like a subscription type thing. You know, you, you don't really buy it. Well, you do for yeah, one year, it. and then yeah. if you want to keep it. Because that's how I write my letters for the Alumni Association. I'll use Microsoft Word. And then I will email it to uh, somebody and then they will fix it to where when the Braille letters are written up, you know, um, they're, you know, uh, in order, I guess, or whatever, you know, they'll, you know, it doesn't cut off on one page and go to another. He'll fix it. So, you know, it's all nice and neat on Braille as well. Well, two thoughts on that, Ed. First of all, you can still buy like Office 2021 or whatever and just have. But the thing is. If you just buy a version of Office and Word and you're stuck with that version, and but you're right, Microsoft will try to upsell you. In fact, they'll even upgrade you for free to 365 because they want you ultimately to use the online. But there's also there's a free thing. I, I think Tim may use it as well called LibreOffice, and I use it. They don't call it Word. They call it Writer, but it does everything that Word does, and it's some ways more powerful. Uh, it, it's very nice. And they have something called Calc, which is their version of Excel. And uh, so I use both of those. Can you expound just a very briefly, Mike, or a little bit on how that works, what would work with JAWS or work with the NVDA? I know you don't use JAWS as much, but you do use both of them. Will, will they work with or well with either of those screen readers? Yeah, they do. In fact, I like it better because it doesn't have the ribbon like you have in Office. It has the old school file view edit menus. Uh, oh, so if, if that's important to you as well, it, it actually works. I, th- I think a lot better. Tim could probably comment more on the JAWS aspect of it. I'm, I'm more in the NVDA, but it does work in JAWS. I know it does. And uh, No, I'm, I only use NVDA. Yeah, so I, I do too. It works great in NVDA. And yep. uh, I, I know it works in JAWS. I've, I've used it in there, but I haven't done everything in JAWS like I have NVDA and uh, so if I were to create a document for you and you had Microsoft Office it would be able to Microsoft Office would be able to read that document using because it has a DOEX extension on it or whatever well, like well that. it has right. it yeah I think it has a different extension but you can save it as a DOCX but there's a more universal one that's not proprietary to Microsoft I think it's called ODT or something like that yeah that sounds right uh, and you can save it as that and it'll work Word can import it but you can use it in other editors too so but no, that's that's free. Uh, LibreOffice.org, I think it is, and I got. Yeah. Of course, I have that link at Lawfare.com. Uh, well, and I and I want you to know that I use Biblos all the time. Do you, I? I got that one installed. That was the other one I was going to mention. That thing is a very powerful editor, and it's got you install a second piece of software, but it's also got free OCR for Windows. And what I like about it is, I don't know if you know this, Jenny. I'm sure you do. Like for the documents we do professionally for work. It keeps the formatting. So 
you know, whereas if you use something else like DocuScan when a network's okay, but this keeps the formatting so that if there's spaces, that space is there. So if you're really trying to, to clone a document that you've got, it does a much better job of taking a piece of paper and replicating exactly the way that looks. So yeah, Bibos, B-I-B-L-O-S, that's a great tool. It does Braille translation. Uh, it does PDFs really nicely. And it's got OCR. You got to install a second piece of software, but they both work together. I don't know how to go to the OCR without going through the, the Bebos editor first, but uh, that's a very good tool. And it's free, F-R-E-E, right, Jeff? Yeah, Oh, I, I always say that. But well, let's let's also give your website a plug, because, Mike, I you can't believe how many resources you have on that. Wafware.com, is it, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, and L-A-U-F-W-A-R-E.com. You and, have so uh, much. I mean, I can't believe how much stuff you have on that website, and it just that, amazes me. That is, to my knowledge, all accessible Windows software that is still currently being maintained, meaning it has been updated recently. Uh, you know, some have asked for some older software, which I may not be opposed to, but I really try to focus on new software that's still being updated because, you know, technology is changing and we want to use current stuff for security reasons and accessibility and everything else. But uh, yeah, I used it building this new com- computer. So I've used the website on several occasions over the past few weeks. Oh, nice, Mr. Bill. Nice. So I stand behind it, use it a lot recommend it and it you know and I, and I go look and i go look like major geeks and different to see but i don't really see anything new so it's still current even though i built it over a year ago it's still pretty current and some program is- i had to use called uninstaller i got it off of your website Oh, I love that program. Yeah. But it didn't work for free. You know, you had to buy Oh, no, it. well, there's, there's two of them. I found two uninstallers. I don't know if I put the second one there, but no, the, the one, the total uninstaller, I think whatever it's called, that one is a paid software, but it's worth it because it works. And if you use the wrong kind of, uh, if you start uninstalling things and don't know what you're doing, you could do more harm than good. So it's worth every bit of the money. Right, because it uninstalled. I had a problem called Calliope and it. Yeah, I'm that <laughs> unfortunately, I like the guy. I, I I know him, but I just can't trust some of that software. I mean, he's and, amazing. And you, you can't you uninstall it easily. Yeah, exactly. You can uninstall it, but it it takes one of those type programs to do it. And I got it undone, but then you got it. It just got all kinds of issues. Software yeah. that probably shouldn't be out there. I mean, you shouldn't have this much trouble. Yeah, unfortunately, now he has some good. He had a good one for Reddit, you know. Yeah, he does have a lot of good things. That's true, but, but some of his and, audio stuff does more harm than good. I found so. I and that Luna RSS more. is great for reading RSS feeds. It really does work, except it, it doesn't store. I, I tell it I want to store like a hundred or two hundred store, and it won't always do that. But that may be a limitation from the way the feed, the the actual RSS. Uh, document that, that's being created by the person who puts it up there is, is doing that. I'm not sure, but he also I, has a good backup software that I could recommend. But stay away from his audio stuff. It seems to uh, I don't it's, know. It's buggy. Yeah, but but is backup. Speaking of which, there will be no recipe today, and I'm sorry to just. I've got the file right here, but it's not playing for some reason, and I can't even copy it to Tim to play. I would do a recipe, but unfortunately, I'd have to hire out to do it, Bill. (laughs) All right, Ed, what do you got real quick for us, a recipe? I was going to say, I got a call from Gail. Do we want to hear that? (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, hi. uh, This is Gail in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. And um, this message is for the coffee club. 
people. And uh, I, my nephew and I do a Zoom thing. Zoom isn't the problem, but YouTube, if he goes to songs so we can listen to them, there'll be an ad either right in the middle of it to take the whole thing away as far as YouTube, or else there's some, you know, sometimes it'll be very, very good and do what it's supposed to do. But lately, at times, YouTube has been a problem with us. He likes to show me new music and stuff like that. Just wanted to let everyone know that. Tell him to get YouTube one. premium. Enjoy yeah, get right say that. Enjoying on this Thanks much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I love it. YouTube premium. I have it. I love it. It's you, get, you get the YouTube music, and you get watch YouTube without any commercials, and it is worth it. If you spend any time on YouTube, it is worth the money. I right. use YouTube you all the time, the time, and it works great. I love premium. And, and premium I, like I don't have 15. I think it went up. I didn't it just go up of one or it, two dollars. It's going to go up to thirteen ninety five a month, like Apple Music or whatever. The same. But I told they told me because I've been a premium user for so long that I'm not I'm not going to see the raise until December. Right. I think I just saw it. I've had it just a couple months oh, ago. Just but... in time for Christmas, huh? Yeah. That's right. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. But, Keep it and keep in mind. Not only it's not only is it you know for anything on YouTube, it's also their full music library of eight million songs. So if you want to hear Sister Christian at three in the morning, yeah, you can do that. And and uh, you know all your favorite songs that they've got them on there. So. And, and there's a YouTube bl- music app that you can put on your computer as well. I don't know if you realize that, but there is one out there for that as well. Right. So, they, and your it iPhone used to be. Um, I don't know if it still does it or not, but if you had YouTube Music or Premium, you can actually upload some of your own music if that you had stuff that they didn't have i don't know if you could still do that or not because um i had some music i used to have youtube music and but they didn't have what i was looking for and i had it on my hard drive so i uploaded it to youtube and then um put them on my playlist yeah and then the other thing you can do is uh you know you can download music now of course it's encrypted so you can't just share it but you can download music to your computer or your iphone and that way, say, if you're traveling, you can have all that music and play it without using up your data. You know, if you want to save money while you're traveling and have one of those budget fourteen ninety nine data plans or whatever, you can do that and just have the music there locally on your device. So I just wish YouTube music played well with Amazon. That'd be nice. But they won't. They won't. But one thing about it, we'll be back next week with two recipes of the Florida machine has definitely worked well. It was working when I left. So we'll have... Two recipes because Chris had a peanut butter brownie recipe here and she'll be sharing that this week. We just, for whatever reason, that file is not playing and I can't even copy it to Jeff or somebody to share it. And I was going to say, just blame Jeff. Blame Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's weak Yeah, blame me for it. I I sabotaged. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Ed. I sabotaged it. That's right. Right. Jeff, Jeff. Is working under duress today. He has all kind of <laughs> had all kind of issues last night, but that's just kids. So anyway, I want to thank Mike for coming in, Jenny, Tim, and have a great show, Tim. And if I wouldn't be gone on Friday, I'd do your show. But we're we're gonna go visit a friend I haven't seen in almost fifty years or over. So that's a good thing. And now, Bill, are you going to Florida for the you know the rest of the you know until next spring, or are you just going down for a quick visit? No, this is just going to be going down because Florida is our home base. We'll be going down for some medical visits and things like that, and we've got to come back for a wedding in October, so we'll be back. And then, oh, so you're a snowbird. He's going down for hurricanes. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can. No, he's he's not quite a snowbird because Florida is his home base. He has come back to Indiana for Indiana things. I don't know what that would make you. Uh, That'd make me a. I don't know. Summer bird. Yeah. Something or other, but we'll have new. It computer. makes us migrators because now we go to Michigan sometimes too. Yeah, oh, that's so a good state. So we can't pay the rent in any place, so we'll we just keep going around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. We just. But I'll be in touch with you, Mike. Nomads. That's what we are. Nomads. You're nomads. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it, for nomads, you got to sell your stuff and buy one of those RVs and just travel around the country. Oh, so well, that's maybe when yeah, they going to drive. Bill yeah, Jimmy. autonomous driving. That, then yeah. we'll know you're a true nomad. That worked real well. I always thought about the guy taking it to the restaurant, and then he couldn't find his way into the restaurant from the parking lot. That's pretty good. Staying off the road if Bill's driving. I don't blame you. Well, I wonder if you have a parking lot full of autonomous cars, how you would ever call your car to come and get you, or how you um, would figure suppose, out which but you, one You would yours. think that each car would have a different remote, so it a uh, different code for it, so... Hopefully, uh, yeah, that's going like to be an interesting situation. Burn. Yep. I got to get going here because I got guys. laundry to do. But <laughs> Laundry. Don't get those pods, Jeff. No, that's, I won't. That, that's what you say when you're dumping your date, as I've learned, Jeff. I, I know. Uh, I've heard that before, too, again, Mike. Again, I apologize <laughs> for the no recipe today. Dumping so. the dirty laundry? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, Don Henley. Cheap. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a great one, guys. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you all next week. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.